Oh, would you look at that? There's a new episode of the Blackcast on my phone, ready to play right now. M is for the million things she gave me. O means only that she's growing old. T is for the tears she shed to save me. Is for her heart of purest gold. He is for her eyes with love light shining. R means right and right she'll always be. Put them all together, they spell mother. A word that means the world to me. Welcome to the Blackcast. Very excited for all of you there in the chat, live watching at the moment. Uh, very exciting. This is our. Uh, 442nd episode, and uh, after doing 441 shows, clearly I've run out of people to talk to because joining us today is my mom. Hey, how are you all out there? Uh, so ready to be professional and loud, uh, just uh, walking right past the backhanded uh, compliment, uh, <laughs> downright insult, but she's known me long enough that that's not a surprise. So the uh, most important thing that I wanted to ask my mom is uh, that she has uh, said that she watches the black cast and, uh, and enjoys it. And in all honesty, I need to ask why <laughs> and, and how, how does, how does one put themselves through that? Not to mention your husband, Patty, making him sit there and, and watch the black cast. Well, we were kind of stuck in the house. They wouldn't let us out. That's fair. And we had little else to do, so we said, "Oh, let's give this show a try." This has been a this has been a great time for the for the Blackcast. When uh, when you literally have a captive audience that can't go anywhere else, and they've watched everything they already had, uh, it has uh, led to some uh, great proliferation of just the the sheer number of episodes, the number of shows that we do. Uh, but I guess the more important question is, uh, how amazing has it been, uh, for you to be my mom? That must be, um, I, I can't even imagine what that's like. It, it, I, I can't even put words. It, I can't put it into words. How amazing it is to be your mother. Hmm. All right. I, I don't think I like that answer, but, uh, Kami Egan wants to know what aspect of Christian's career are you most proud of besides being a good father? Uh, probably uh, my short stint as an exotic male dancer, but uh, you can please pick your own answer. You don't have to actually take the answers that are provided with. I actually think Christian is a fabulous interviewer. He listens. He never corrects his guest. He shows that he's listening to them. He asks great questions and lets them talk. And that's great interviewing skills. So what do you think is the thing you're most proud of in being my mother? most proud. No, see, that was me being a bad interviewer. So I, see. I, I basically just asked you the same question. I see. Uh, hey, here's a dear, a, a decent question. Also from Cam Egan. Did you ever think that Christian had too many comic books growing up? <laughs> yes. But I, and I, I, I do still have them though. You know? we, we were reading one together and I went to fold the oh. cover back and he goes, oh. can't do that. 
You can't, you know. You, I you never can... tried to do that again. Yeah. Uh, Dominicus Saxon is agreeing uh, that I'm a tremendous in- interviewer. So we're going to go ahead and probably spend the rest of the show on that. Uh, he does remember that uh, Don McLean uh, of American Pie fame was hit with a question he'd never heard before. Uh, what I think you meant to point out, Dominicus Saxon, is that Don McLean's direct quote was, these are great questions. And uh, I, I think that uh, it's very important to say uh, what I will say about Don McLean, his song, American Pie, may be showing up in a movie that a lot of you are going to see very soon. But uh, I can't, uh, I, I shouldn't divulge secrets, but uh, you may be seeing that song again sometimes uh, soon. By the way, Corby wants us to know that he is still here. So uh, when we had a technical difficulty earlier, we did a, we did a little, a little bonus content that I'll probably put at the end of the episode of the audio version. But uh, Corby wanted to point out that uh, while he loves me, and really that's enough, but I'll read the rest. Uh, how about you just give your mom the phone and let her go? We've listened to you for 441 episodes. Uh, so, yeah, mom, if uh, if you did a show, what would you talk about every week? My wonderful children, not just Christian. No, I, I think you've used too many words there. I think you want to cut out the middle part where you say my wonderful Christian. You I know, should have yeah. said just I, Christian. I, I, if I want to, I could create audio that says that. Uh, but uh, But that's fair, I think. Uh, so you would just talk about the kids and all these, uh, grandchildren. Uh, good question from Sam Whitfield. He's uh, switched avatars. Uh, are you the reason why Christian has a sense of humor before my mom answers that? I will point out that, uh, you know, a lot of times you'll hear comedians talk about why they have such a good sense of humor. And, uh, the answer is so often, uh, that, well, my father was so funny growing up and I will uh, point out that is absolutely not the case. Uh, my dad told a lot of jokes, but they were, uh, I, you know what? I'm not going to say never funny. Let's see. I know it's, it's been a while, but I, I would say for my dad, do you think one in a hundred were funny? Well, do you remember? I told you something was his second best joke and you, what was your question? Well, uh, and I asked, what was his first best joke? And I said, you. Well, that, and then that answers the question that, uh, that my mom uh, was the funnier one of the two. And my mom had a good sense for some things that were funny, but you know, timing. It, it's all yeah, about the timing. Right, exactly. And uh, I, I think at a certain point, you just start to realize that anyone's parents are, uh, shouldn't be the, the sole uh, arbiter of what they think is funny. But, you know, we would see a lot of comedy. We would watch, you know, the, the comic relief special that would be on every mm-hmm. year. And you'd see a lot of comics on that uh, stand-up comedy on HBO. You know, remember there was a, there was a special that they did. This was probably like 87, 88. It was called women of the night. And it had uh, mm-hmm. Ellen DeGeneres, mm-hmm. Judy Tenuta, who was big for a minute, mm-hmm. but uh, boy, did people get tired of that accordion. Um, Paula Poundstone, Mm uh, and I think somebody else. Uh, so, you know, I think, uh, there was definitely, uh, you know, exposure coming. I think you and my brother actually once saw Bill Hicks perform when we we were in North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. I did not go to that because. You weren't old enough. Yeah. Uh. And I didn't make you a fake ID. No, no, not, not for a comedy show. Uh, you would have needed to try to convince people that at 12, I was 21. And, uh, but, uh, yeah. And I think at a certain point, you know, when I'm like, well, well, I think something's funny. And then the fact that my mom maybe doesn't think it's funny might just reinforce the idea that I, that I'm like, I'm probably right that, 
Monty Python is funny, even though you didn't like it. You know, but you know. But I liked it when you two did it at the dinner table, you and your brother. Well, I mean, yeah. obviously, the two of us were better than the five of them any day. Yes, I mean, come of on, of course, you know, of course, you know. Uh, and uh, Cami Egan appreciated the timing on that one, <laughs> and uh, also remembers the Women of the Night special. I, I'm gonna have to look up who else was in it because there, there, there was somebody else. It was oddly enough, it was called Women of the Night, but it was hosted by Martin Short. So it, uh, I don't know why they didn't. Uh, you know, they. Maybe they asked uh, Joan Rivers, you know, or, or somebody, and they were like, uh, sure, if you give me a lot of money. And this being, well, HBO at any point, but especially HBO in the 80s, they uh, were just going to say, no, no, no we're not going to give you what, uh, what you think you're worth. And uh, for some reason, Martin Short said yes. Maybe, uh, I believe he has the same manager as uh, Dennis Miller. So maybe mm -hmm. he talked, maybe Gervitz talked him into it. Um, but uh, so... I don't remember who else was on it though. I, I remember the the host segments with uh, with Martin Short, but uh, but uh, yes, yeah, so definitely had uh, a lot of these people on it. Uh, oh, the reason why we don't remember oh, this isn't quite the right one. I think this is something different, but we'll find out anyway. Uh, and Dominica Saxon remembers all those stand up comedians from the eighties. Uh, Raging Rhino says the accordion was the best reason for the invention of the fast forward button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, you're probably right. Uh, you know, Weird Al might disagree with you. Uh, and you know what I'll say about Weird Al and the accordion. When I was little, I always liked the song parodies. And he had some funny original songs too, but the song parodies were the big draw. And he would always have these, uh, these medleys that would be him on the accordion singing songs of of the day he did one that was all rolling stone songs and when i was little i hated those those song medleys but then when you're older and you actually you actually know them you actually know the songs that he's doing it's like actually this is this is pretty funny you know uh but i think the accordion should only exist for comedic purposes not for actual <laughs> entertainment you know um and uh corby says that you have a point and he wants to hear about your other children so why don't you take a moment? Uh, they've also never been on, by the way. Well, of course yeah, not. Yeah. You had to have me first. Right, exactly. Uh, Jason has a, a Christian has a five-year-old brother, five years older, older brother. brother. Yeah. He was named Jason, but calls himself Jake. He spells it J-E-K-K-E, -E, so nobody knows how to pronounce it. Um and the two of them would sit at the dinner table and do all kinds of skits from Monty, Monty Python. Um, you would do Saturday Night Live. And then you had some of your own original skits. You had um, Ed and other Ed who were dumber than dirt and lived on. Yeah, but let's be honest. That was really just taking Daryl and Daryl from the second New Heart show. Oh, yes. But yeah. you, you took it. We just you, called them you, Ed. Yeah. You just took it to other extremes. Yeah, I, 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 suppose, <laughs> I suppose so. Yeah. All right, and uh, don't forget my sister in case well, she sees this. I was just going this. to yeah. mention that your brother lives in Greenwich Village. Yes. Don't look for him. You won't find him. <laughs> and uh, then he has a sister who is seven years younger than he is. I'm right in the middle. That's why uh, I was. Uh, uh, that's why clearly I crave attention so much because, literally, it would be like, oh yeah, yeah, we know, we we know Jason, we've known him forever. Oh yeah, and then this is the cute one. Who's this? And I'm like, I used to be the cute one, and I certainly wasn't anymore. But we are both middle children, and I will not be ignored as an adult. How about you, Christian? 
Uh, yeah, no, I won't. And by the way, uh, I do want to uh, tidy up the conversation on Women of the Night because uh, the other uh, comedian that I forgot was Rita Rudner. And she's, oh. of course, very funny. Uh, I, I believe I've actually seen her perform in Vegas, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, people will forget that Liz Winstead was on that because she didn't go on to make a huge career as a performer, but she co-created The Daily Show. So uh, obviously it was a good uh, launching pad. Uh, for that. So those are my siblings. Uh, they are again, not here. And let's be honest, they're probably uh, not uh, watching. Uh, Dominica Saxon thinks that I'm the reason why you have a sense of humor. So that's interesting. <laughs> I think that uh, there's, there's something to be said for that. Uh, in any case, uh, so you feel like you enjoy uh, when there's interviews and uh, what are some of the interviews that, uh, that stand out from the black cast to circle back to the black cast? What do you like? What do you think is a good, not, not so much good interviewing questions. Who do you, what do you think makes a good interviewee as they call it? I want to talk about my favorite show. It's the one with the Muppets and the people behind the Muppets. Oh, the one that I did. Where, yes. That was a long time ago. That I know, was that's my favorite show. That was Black Cast number fifty-two. Fifty-two. With, uh, and and this is that is almost four hundred Black Casts ago, <laughs> and that was with Gene Beretta, aka Gene in Philly, and his his brother Bill, who is uh you know he's the performer of a number of your favorite Muppets, uh, uh Rolf, and he created uh, Pepe the uh, the, the I was gonna oh my. <laughs> Do you, do you, do you, I'm going to send this to Pepe and oh, he is no. not going to be happy that you oh, thought he was no. a cockroach. He's a, he's a king prawn. Oh, excuse me. I'm like, cockroach. I'm sorry, Pepe. She doesn't know. Okay. I don't she dr- she drinks anymore. at night. Okay. And, and it's yeah. really eroded a, a lot of her sense of, obviously you're not a cockroach. If you thought that Rizzo was a cockroach, that would have made more sense because he's a rat. Uh, that was a good one. I thought that, I thought that, uh, that that was fun. And maybe 400 shows later, uh, Jean, Maybe we could try and get uh, you and Bill back on, uh, but uh, not after your mother called yeah, him a cockroach. Well, no, 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 you didn't call you didn't call Bill a cockroach. That's true. You called Pepe a cockroach, which is uh, hardly the, the same thing. Uh, yeah, and well, I remember one of the things that you were saying is you like when the people I'm interviewing uh, remember my name. Oh, and yeah. it shouldn't be too hard because they look at the screen for those that are watching the video version right there. It does say Christian DMZ. You don't have to remember my first and last name, but you should be able to remember that my name is Christian because you see that on the screen. Even when we record the show ahead of time, it's still up there. So they, they should know that. Well, then maybe I'm just happy they use your name. Yeah. Oh, no, no. They usually don't. And because I don't think they, they pay that much attention, you know. Um, well, but, the one guy was there playing his guitar and writing stuff while you were asking him, and he's answering you. But. Oh, yeah. No, no. And I actually, I always find that to be interesting because the people that always need to hold a guitar, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, there have been a, a few of those. And the, uh, some of those will be showing up as uh, audio episodes in the summer, but uh, we have a, a whole stockpile of video interviews that are uh, currently available at the Black Cast YouTube page. And as always, that is spelled B-L-A-D-T. C-A-S-T. Uh, I'm going to go scroll back to some of the earliest comments because, uh, oh, here, here's an important thing. Dominica Saxon, when he joins us, always gets his lunch. And he wanted us to know that today's lunch is Pepperidge Farm Milano cookies, uh, mint chocolate. So uh, that seems like a great combination. Do you like the chocolate raspberry ones? Because they would be my favorite. That, uh, so, it, it, and if you have any of them, Dominicus, you're going to need to share. Uh, <laughs> I know you're in Idaho, but... Uh, 
Uh, and here's here's what I like is that Cammy Egan has chosen to take a break from work uh, because her brain is fried. So that oh. that's always good. Uh, so and we've got all these friends here. Uh, yeah, and uh, yes, Dominica Saxon noticed that the timer kicked back uh, 13 minutes uh, because I had to give us some extra time. Uh, you know, at a at a certain point in life, you just you, there's there's no reason to rush anymore. Is what my mom was saying just earlier, right? Mm -hmm. We yeah. don't move very fast anymore. Right, exactly. Uh, so uh, you're not going to like Dominica Saxon anymore. He uh -oh. says, no raspberry, gross, L-O-L. -L. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, Cammy Egan loves the Muppets. And uh, Corby says, if you have me on the show again, I'll hold my guitar. I don't actually play, though. Uh, yeah, Cammy Egan, <laughs> it's been a little. I think you were on to talk about the Dennis Miller option with Lindsay. And, you know, I was thinking about this before, Mom, that this is the first time you're on the Blackcast. But you were on the Dennis Miller show a few times. Oh, yeah. With Dennis. And I think you also called in without. I think you called in when I was hosting maybe one time. Right? Oh, at least once. Yeah. Um, you were interviewing a, a young lady who was talking about people who use their cell phones too much. I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> that, was a, that was a really interesting book, actually, that, yeah, uh, that she yeah. had written. That was in studio in New York that I was uh, well, speaking with her. Well, and then I met her. Dennis Miller once. Uh, so did I once. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I actually, I had, I had lunch with him about a month ago. Uh, mm. Salman and I went up there and, nice. uh, we had a lot of fun. We laughed a lot and, uh, let's just say we could not have recorded a podcast episode at that lunch. Uh, nobody, nobody would have, uh, said any of the things that we said there. Uh, yeah. So, and, uh, so Dennis was, uh, was very nice to you, I assume. Because, oh, yes. Yeah. It was at his show in someplace, Red Bank, New Jersey. Oh, that's right. I, I actually wasn't there. You went no. with your sisters. And I was because I was trying to remember. I'm like, I don't remember meeting him, you know, introducing you and all no, that. No, no. And then he referred to us the next day on the radio show as Hannah and her sisters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. So, so, but you got to be Hannah. So, that's well, of course. And of course. I, I, I got a nice hug. Yeah. He told me how much he loved you. Ah. I said he cleans up okay. Ah, Sammy. <laughs> And uh, Cammy Egan points out that uh, all of us are the weekly cast of characters who join your son for Marvel Movie Talk, which even I wasn't on on Wednesday because, uh, one, I had not watched Loki episode four at that point, although I have now. Uh, but the other thing is that we went to Disneyland California Adventure. And uh, on next week's Marvel Movie Talk, I'll share some photos and some accounts of uh, going to the Avengers campus there, which was very exciting. And I will say this much. I will tease that show for next week, which will be Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, that uh, Avengers Campus is everything that the uh, Galaxy's Edge Star Wars land should be. And there's a there's an easy comparison uh, for what Avengers Campus did right and for what Galaxy's Edge uh, did not do right. But you got to go to California Adventure. Not your first time there. No. But I think there's a there's a lot of different stuff there than the last time you were there. I think it's got a lot more stuff than mm -hmm. yeah. it didn't have a lot. When no, we they've, they've really built it up. So there's the Avengers Campus, there's Cars Land, which you don't even have to like the Cars movies. And uh, I've only seen the first one. And uh, boy, there's an easy 20 minutes to cut off that thing. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> But the car's land is is really well done. It's cute, you know, and uh, the the one car racing ride always has like an hour wait, so we didn't go anywhere near it. Mm -hmm. But uh, what did you think of the new and improved California Adventure, Mom? Oh, it was a lot of fun. Um, I don't want to talk too much about, you know. Well, you can talk about what you like. It's all right. You can talk about what you like. Spider-Man? You, you can talk about the Spider-Man um, ride. That's fine. 
I got the highest score, but I can't say that in front of the children. No, no, no. They, uh, they, <laughs> I got over 149,000. Yeah. They, uh, we tried to help them. You get, you get to shoot spider webs, which is well, pretty cool. You just cool. sit there like this. And yeah. Then, and then, and then you, sometimes you hit yeah. things. <laughs> uh, Dominicus Saxon, you son of a bitch. Uh, this week's Marvel movie talk was the best. Now you're just saying that I'm only halfway through it. And I'm going to bet that, uh, that Eric put you up to saying that, to saying that that was the best one. I, I, I watched half of it, but I fell asleep last night. So, uh, that'll tell you what I think of the show when I'm not on it. Um, but, uh, yeah. And, uh, what were some of the other things that you liked at, uh, California adventure? The food was actually good. That's unusual in a Disney park, unless that's changed over it, the years. It, it has definitely changed. Yeah. Uh, if you plan ahead and make reservations, there's actually some mm-hmm. very nice restaurants. There's one there called Carthay Circle, mm-hmm. which is it's a it's the, the facade. The front is an old uh, movie theater, which I believe is where they had the premiere for Snow White. Oh. So that's why you know not that location, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, and then uh, at Disneyland, there's Blue Bayou, which is the the restaurant inside uh, Pirates. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've eaten there. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, there's uh, Club 33, but you got to know somebody to get in there. And I, I, I don't know anybody. I knew somebody for a minute, but I don't know anybody anymore, and it's actually really hard to get in now. Now you have to actually go with the person who's a member. Oh. And, uh, you know, I, I don't want people to uh, – to uh, I, I don't even want people to watch me eat who I know, you know, mm-hmm. so I don't need strangers mm-hmm. to do it. Uh, Sam Whitfield is uh, showing off his cred saying, I'm one of Christian's friends going back to the old Dennis Miller radio show as is Dominic Dominicus. That's true. They've both been around for a while. Oh, I know. Yeah. I remember. You guys have, uh, you know, and uh, what I love about Dominicus Saxon is that uh, I, I'm, I'm assuming that uh, you don't have a, an employer who watches you too closely because <laughs> you you always seem to find the time for all the live streams. You don't wait for the audio version. Don't wait for the translation. You just go ahead and you watch it. And that, and that's always much appreciated. And Sam, I know you pop in when you can. I'm glad that everybody's here. Don't get me wrong. Oh, me too. You know, uh, because sometimes when I do the, the musician interviews, I never promise them that there's going to be people in the chat because, uh, I used to, and then there, there would be like one person who just didn't ask questions. You know? I want you to know the one time I went into an interview, it said there was one person I joined. It never said I was there. Well, you have to actually type a comment for it to say you're oh, there. Well, yeah. Then I have to be on my computer to do that. Part. Well, I'll have to show you, but you actually can do it on your phone. No, on TV. Oh, on t- uh, on oh, TV. We watch you on yeah. TV. Well, you need to see this nice and big. You know? And then you if want I want to sure. talk, I turn it on on the yeah. computer so I can say something. Uh, the uh, Cammy says, I haven't been to Disney in years. All the attractions sound like a blast. Or should I say blat? Uh, there, there's some good stuff. Look, the, the what I'll say about the Galaxy's Edge Star Wars uh, land is that they do have a pretty cool Millennium Falcon ride. And you can get a great picture in front of the Millennium Falcon. And uh, sometimes you might even find uh, find Chewie, uh, but you got to look for him. Uh, Corby wants us to know where he is on a map. He's watching from Detroit. It's nice this time of year for inspecting sewer black backup claims. Sorry <laughs> that I stepped on your joke there. Uh, Dominicus Saxon has been working for 18 years. I do what I want. I put a moat around my cubicle, so they have me working from home now. Uh, and you know what? Corby Piet. Wait, it is Piet or is it Piet? Now I forget. Because Admiral, uh, there's a there's a, a Piet in one of the Star Wars movies. There's a oh, there's yeah. an Admiral Piet. Admiral Piet. Yeah. Or a C Piet. 
That's where you're going to have to tell us. Are you related to the Admiral from Star Wars? Don't wait for the translation. Let us know. Uh, and then uh, there's, there, it's, oh, pie it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I, I like that he gave us an image of a pie and then he spelled it out because, uh, look, I, it's easier at, at restaurants if I can point to a picture. Uh, I'm not going to lie. If you just, if you have, you know, uh, you know, I, I like uh, waffle house, uh, much more than my mom does, but the fact that I can just point to what I want, you know, it's like, yeah, that waffle. Yeah. I want this in, in my hash Browns. Uh, but we don't have those here. So whenever I am in the state of Florida where my mom lives now, and I, I think you're there, Sam, uh, sometimes it's hard to resist a waffle house. That's where and, we ate before we got on our plane to go to Seattle. Well, when, uh, when my wife, Heather and I came home from our honeymoon, we got uh, stuck in Atlanta, uh, and, uh, we missed our connecting flight. And in all honesty, we'd been traveling so long at that point, the idea of just, you know, getting to sleep in a, in a hotel, uh, and then travel back to Los Angeles the next day, it inconvenienced her sister was picking us up, but, uh, we went to waffle house that night and it was across the street from this uh, airport uh, uh this airport hotel and then we ate a waffle house again the next morning so uh was that the best food of our honeymoon i'm not gonna lie no it was not but <laughs> to top 10 for I sure i gave you waffle house mugs uh i do have them i could go get them but then uh i, I will go uh, but then he wouldn't be, you know, the star of the show. I'd have yeah. you all to myself. Yeah, and and, and <laughs> while somebody wanted that, I don't, I don't want that. Uh, and uh, Sam points out he pops in for the Biden slash Trump shows where poor Christian has to deal with the chat ripping on his co-host. I actually don't mind the, the when they're actually just making points, and I think that the co-hosts of those shows enjoy the back and forth with somebody like Storage Yard Resident, who has like always watched that show in its various incarnations since it started, even though I don't think he agrees with anything that we say. But I love that he's he's always there; he won't miss it. And then he'll always say like, "Well, somebody's got to watch this thing." I'm like, "All right, we get it." And you say that every week buddy <laughs> but uh there will be people who are just they flood the chat with their their uh annoying comments and i'm not talking about you sam i think you know who i mean it's just like they just won't stop and i'm like well i can't find the real comments mixed in i don't read that fast you know it's a it's a little bit of work uh we alluded to it earlier and i've i believe i've mentioned this in interviews that i've done uh but uh that i i i do give credit to my mom the the mom cred for creating a <laughs> fake ID for me because I mentioned all the time that my first concert was uh, Alice Cooper at the Ritz in New York city. I believe March 12th, 1990. Uh, but the Ritz was a 16 and up venue, which seems crazy because it's like, well, what's the point well, you know, maybe it's a height thing. Uh, but uh, I, I was 14. So uh, what uh, was, was your solution to that dilemma? I made you a fake ID. I made you a school ID with a picture and everything that said you were 16. Yeah. And they just looked at it. They looked at me and they're like, whatever, just go in. Yeah. <laughs> with your mom. Yeah, we got, we got in early enough that uh, I don't think it mattered. And there was, uh, there's only one show that I ever went to in New York, one concert I ever went to where it was 21 and up and I wasn't 21 yet. But... Uh, I realized this was in Manhattan. This was New York city. This was a place called the Mercury lounge. I think it's down on Houston street. It's not there anymore. Uh, so I just went into the, to the bar part before the back room opened before the, the room for the concert opened. And uh, I, I wasn't trying to pull any fast ones. 
So I, I think I, I believe I just ordered a Coke at the bar and I waited because I'm like, well, then nobody looking for my ID, you know. And then as soon as the door opened, I just uh, I just paid in cash and uh, the guy didn't even blink, you know. So uh, that uh, uh, well, uh, so uh, that that uh, that was my my first concert. And uh, I had that fake. ID. I think I do have it somewhere. I saved it because you you try you laminated my actual school ID. You put a sticker over it that made me two years older. Uh, so I was, it, 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 what you did is basically you created a document that said I was an idiot because that would mean I was 16 in eighth grade. Uh, <laughs> but you know, neither here nor there, you know, they took a look at me and it's like, well, if he likes Alice Cooper, he's probably not that smart. Uh, but so uh, I had it for a while and then, uh, that was a, uh, a big summer of, uh, of concert going at the, uh, Orange County mm. Fair Speedway, uh, because in the same week. I post these tickets periodically. I saw uh, Kiss and then Aerosmith. You went to the Aerosmith concert. The Kiss concert was fifteen dollars, and that's uh, that's like clean fifteen dollars. There's no surcharges after that. The Aerosmith concert was twenty dollars. Now you can't even park at either of the to see either of those bands for fifteen dollars or twenty dollars. <laughs> I wish it was a joke, but it's true. You can't. I I saw uh, well. I've seen. I saw both Kiss and the Forum. Uh, Kiss and. Aerosmith at the forum in the last few years. I believe it was $25 to park. So uh, at some point, uh, uh, well, here's a good question. Uh, so uh, Sam wants to know if you're a, a rock fan and if so, favorite bands, maybe not. I don't think he's asking, you know, if, if you like any of the current bands, I don't think oh, that's, no, what, of he, course that's not. what he means. Alice Cooper. Sure. You know, uh, Aerosmith is good. I, I sometimes just got to bang my head. And I need the headbanging music. Sure, you know. Um, I I like Queen. Um, they're good to sing to in the car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If it, if it's a if it's a long drive, then you can uh, you know do all of Bohemian Rhapsody. People think I like Harry Connick Jr. I can't stand him. <laughs> uh he's uh, he's not great, but I will point out that he is actually uh, uh, part of uh, my wife and my wedding song. Oh. His song, it, you know, his rendition of it had to be you. And I know that's not originally his song, but it's not because we're huge Harry Connick Jr. fan. It was actually because uh, when Heather's uh, sleeping or very tired, she would often just say things that were nonsensical. So one time she blurted out like the, uh, that line, it had to be you. And then mm -hmm. I explained it to her the next morning. We had a good laugh. And so then that became, uh, uh, that became, uh, our our wedding song, but the first part of our wedding song is that uh, we dance to uh, Tequila, the big shoe dance from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Uh, there's video of that somewhere, but I don't, I don't think I want to. And it. then you danced from uh, Pulp Fiction, the two of you. No, 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 no. You, it's it's only it, it's only that. It was, really, I always it, thought it, it was from Pulp. No, it, it's from Pee Wee's Big Adventure, uh, the big shoe dance. Well, yeah, it's uh, it's that song Tequila, which you know you probably remember because well, that's course. that's the word. Yeah. Uh, to the song. The only lyrics. <laughs> uh, Corby, uh, I lived in Orange County in 87, 88. We may have crossed paths. Uh, this is Orange County, New York. Uh, so probably not. Uh, Middletown, New York is uh, the site of uh, many concerts. They weren't doing concerts there for a long time, but I believe uh, they've uh, they've started again. Uh, Raging Rhino is a good question for you, Mom. Ever sing karaoke like Christian? Nobody sings like me, okay? Nobody has that level of skill. But uh, he's asking specifically as, about as a family, we have sung karaoke. One song we do as a family, Bohemian Rhapsody. 
and all of us have done it. Uh, Franny, with that's my son Jason's wife, was even in, in the group. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's uh, it, it's um, parts of that song uh, are probably more pleasant to listen to us as a family <laughs> sing than others. Uh, maybe maybe the end part. Uh, Cammy Egan. My father, who was a retired Chicago police detective, did the same for my sister so she could see Journey. Uh, so if a police uh, detective is making uh, fake it IDs, it's got to be okay, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Sam grew up listening to my mom's Led Zeppelin LPs so I can relate. Oh, yeah, I listened yeah. to those. Yeah, um, <laughs> that was something that I found when I was a kid. My my dad had a lot of, uh, a lot of vinyl, a lot of records, and uh, I uh, never had any appreciation for vinyl, but I would tape them. And so I had like all six of the Doors records that count. Other voices doesn't count. Or Jim Morrison, this one that they did without Jim Morrison. Yeah. You're kidding? Like who? Who wanted that? Yeah. yeah. The other voices. Who, who was like, yeah, the, the Doors are uh, the Doors are okay with Jim Morrison, but who needs them? You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I I'm gonna disagree. Uh, Raging Renner says I think we'd like to hear a little of uh, of, of uh, <laughs> the Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody. Rhapsody. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I'm resting my pipes. Uh, you know. Uh, and then Corby P Pyatt says, I feel like my parents didn't love me now. There's still time. <laughs> if your parents are still with us, uh, they could absolutely still uh, make a fake ID for you. Um, one of the other things that I reference a lot uh, when I talk about uh, my, my mom, and it, not about how maybe I should be in therapy, but it's more about uh, science fiction and how oh, much sure. you liked uh, science fiction. And I always use the... I always uh, give my cred for how we grew up with uh, with Star Trek uh, because even you know because that was in your home. But uh, explain how Star Trek during its initial run on NBC mm -hmm. it was so important to you. You would you would plan your whole weekend around it, right? Well, yeah, it was on Friday, and we 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 didn't I didn't date on Friday. I, I watched Star Trek, and um, that was my first husband. Yeah. Well, yeah. Also, it's like you know. I was you, in high school. Yeah. You don't. You don't. You don't need anybody coming over and distracting you from Star Trek. Right. But Star Trek was the first television show that treated. I'm sorry. Treated um, science fiction intelligently, and that's why I liked it. Yeah, it was cheesy and the sets yeah. were terrible, but it it had a brain. You know, the same time uh, Lost in Space was on. And to me, that was like a cartoon. That was, yeah, that's very cartoony. I, I've, I've never uh, had much interest in that. And I would say that, um, you know, uh, they were very smart. Uh, obviously, Rod Sterling was smart in the same way. You can use fantastical uh, storytelling and science fiction to address real world issues. You know, mm -hmm. such a simple thing as the uh the race where the the people this side of their face is black and that side of their face is white but they well, hate the, the right people side is yeah. white yeah his it's the what? wrong side right. that's exactly white. and so then <laughs> they they hate the people that that have the line down the middle and it's just it's it's so like blatant but it's mm -hmm. obviously it, it, it's brilliant in that respect and uh yeah i mean i think that that's how you know a show that what got canceled after 79 episodes, uh, you know, lived on and became the empire that it did because people uh, connected with it uh, mm -hmm. so much. Uh, you know, they did a Lost in Space movie, but it was in like 2000 and Joey from Friends was in it. So oh, you know, how good was it going to be? <laughs> but I mean, you know, there was a, like long before there was even the first Star Trek movie, they were going to do a new series. There was the animated series, mm -hmm. you know, 
so I think that, uh, yeah, it made sense. And growing up, you know, that was on. And I always use the example that we had a, we had a VCR before anybody that I knew. Because you needed to record episodes. That's how you know you're a Trekkie. If you get a VCR yeah. and the first thing you do is record all the Star Trek episodes, you're a Trekkie. And I'm a Trekkie, not a Trekker. No, 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 no. Uh, and because at that point in New York in like the early to mid 80s, Star Trek was on at midnight on Channel 11. Okay. So we weren't staying up to watch it, but we would record it every night. Mm-hmm. And uh, they didn't show them in any kind of order. And they would definitely repeat them sometimes because uh, I know that it, it took many months to finally get the trouble with Tribbles, which I had never oh, seen. Yeah. But you were like, ah, this one is the this, this is, is the, the one. one. This is the one. Yeah. And um, I think that's one of the most fun that and piece of the action where they're all oh, 20s yes. mobsters <laughs> with Vic Tabak from oh, uh, yes. from Alice. Yes. Mel uh, has a has a big part in that. Yeah. Uh, those are probably two of my favorite uh, Star Trek episodes. And then when they started releasing them on video, they were like 50 minutes, whereas like the, the cuts they would show on TV, like they, they'd cut a good six minutes out of them, you know? But it was 10 years before there was an episode on that I hadn't seen. Yeah, it probably wasn't good. Well, it was okay. It was probably it was the, okay. the, the carbamite maneuver. <laughs> oh, that thing. Um, <laughs> and, but it got so that I could tell within the first 30 seconds which episode was sure. coming on. You know, because I, I, but I still watched them. Well, yeah, of course you would still watch them. And we, uh, and so to give the timeline to people, uh, Star Wars came out when I actually, I, yeah, I was one. I was a little bit over one, a little bit over one. So I don't remember seeing Star Wars, but I do tell the story that I do remember seeing it in the re-release at the drive-in which means I was three because the re-release was in 1979 (laughs) and uh, I had to go to the bathroom. And uh, nobody wanted to take me out of the car to go to the bathroom, but uh, my dad did. My mom was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, no. he'll, he'll be fine. You know, it's like, we, we, <laughs> we, we, we have boys, uh, you know, if, if, if you'd had a girl at that point, maybe you would have taken her, but most maybe. likely, no. yeah, just put some toilet paper. Well, on in those seat. days, men could not take daughters into, into bathrooms. It just couldn't be done. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But uh, so I, I do remember seeing that, but I do remember seeing, everything else from Empire Strikes Back onward in the theater, even though I was four seeing Empire Strikes Back. Felix is going to be six and he hasn't seen any of them, but I think slightly different times, you know, Mm -hmm. you don't want to, uh, you don't want to upset them. You don't want them to see Star Wars for the first time to be terrified. (laughs) And also you don't want them to see Star Wars for the first time and be bored out of their minds. So that's why anybody who thinks you show them chronologically and you start with the Phantom Menace, it, that honestly, I think child protective services need to be called on those parents That's right. because you got to put your best foot forward. You start with Star Wars. You you put the you watch them in the order they came out. That's what I that that's what it comes down to. Absolutely. And there is someone. There's a dad who filmed. Uh, I think the whole video is just their kid reacting. Tampere strikes back when they see they they watched it, and when spoiler alert when darth vader says i'm your father he was like what and it's uh it's actually pretty great um so uh yeah but uh that i think was you know obviously i was the perfect age for star wars my brother and i we had uh all the toys and boy did they get beat up or unfortunately have misadventures with lawn mowers because we left them in the in the yard it happened um but uh i still have uh boxes of them downstairs if you guys are good, maybe I'll open them on uh, camera one time, uh, but just one time uh, at some point. But 
I will, uh, I, I, my excuse was always, I'm saving this stuff for my kids, but my kids don't get to touch this. Thing. You, think, <laughs> you think, you think, you think Felix is reading my uncanny X-Men 141 signed by Chris Claremont? No, no, it's not. They're not, they're, they're for the kids in the way that. Oh, I uh, didn't even know you had that. Well, yeah, it's, uh, it's good. I've got good stuff. I've, I've got a couple of things down there. Um, so yeah, but, uh, I, I think that star Wars is great for when your kids, but I always point out, I, I say that, uh, Star Star Wars, it's accessible for dumb people. You need to be a little bit smarter to actually appreciate Star Trek because they take the time to explain the science and stuff. And it's all made up bullshit science, but they take the time. And part of that is the fact that it's a TV show. And they're like, well, we can get about eight seconds of action. So let's let's sit in the ready room and talk about it for four minutes <laughs> and explain what's going to happen because uh, that's how we can structure it. But uh, I, yeah, it, it, it's like, they always put the science in the science fiction. They feel like they need to explain all of it. Whereas, you know, other times they're just like, uh, nah, what's uh, what science fiction, you know, from that point forward, that is popular that you didn't like. We both like Quantum Leap. We talk about that I show a lot. That. Uh, uh, I, Scott Bakula carried that show. I love Dean Stockwell, though. I have to oh, say. he's good. He's, the, the two of them together was fan, were and fantastic. I actually prefer him in things now because I want to like things that Scott Bakula is in, but I don't. Yeah, I can't watch NCIS Los Angeles. Um, that's how bad Star Trek Enterprise was. Oh, Los Angeles. He's in New Orleans. Thank you. Uh, we finally me. did watch it, but only because of him. No, and it, it's not. Yeah, he, he ain't that good that you got to watch NCIS <laughs> Los, uh, uh, New Orleans. But uh, yeah. Uh, so the we one I did not like. Yeah was 2001, A Space Odyssey. But then I wasn't stoned in the audience. Yeah, that's the mistake. Yeah. 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 But don't worry, everyone. She's stoned now. So yeah. that's why she's so, enjoying your questions mm -hmm. as much as she is. Uh, yeah, I think that... Uh, I'm trying to think of what some of the, the big shows have been. Um, because of the age I was, uh, <clears throat> I really liked uh, <clears throat> V, the lizard people, where they oh, would rip their faces off. Yeah, good. it... Yeah, they don't, but stupid, you 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 watch you watch it more recently, and you're like, ooh, they could have spent a couple bucks it, on this thing. What's his name, Robert England? He Rob, was my Robert England was fantastic yeah. on V, yeah. and uh, also uh, not that you ever watch horror movies, but right. you know, if you could do a cut of him in Nightmare on Elm Street where he's not actually killing people, you would find him delightful. Because I always say that Freddy Krueger, it's like Spider Man gone wrong because he makes a lot of jokes while he's mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. being a. Uh, well, a serial killer, but, uh, but yeah, but that's Dexter. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, so let's see. Uh, there were a couple of Star Trek questions in here. Uh, Sam points out that Bill Shatner is 90 now and still going strong. I mean, I don't know how strong, but he's still there as much as people like to tease him. I got to give him credit. I heard an interview with him in the last few months and you know, he's, he's as together as you can be at 90. Uh, we and, loved him on Boston Legal. Oh yeah, people did. Yeah, him and um, James Spader. Yeah, yeah, they were great. Uh, Dominica Saxon loves that you're a Trekkie, and Sam also wants to know what did you think of Star Trek: The Next Generation. That's there's there's multiple prongs to that question. What did you think of it when it started? Oh well, it was just remakes of the old episodes, but I still watched it, and I watched every episode. I don't like Q. So I, when I watch it in reruns, I don't watch Q episodes. Every, every, everyone who's seen me on Star Trek shows is like, oh, that's where you get it. Well, so the reason mm -hmm. I don't like Q, 
I think that actually John Delancey, the actor, is fabulous oh, for, like for a character who has been written for him on a page and he brings it to life. He's going to be in the next season of Picard, by the way. So you're going to have to deal with that. <sighs> yeah. So and and I don't know how they're going to explain how uh, an, an immortal, omnipotent being got so much older, but they did it for data. So go ahead. Yeah, really. But what it comes down to is Q is magic and Star Trek isn't magic. There are exceptions. There's, are, are you all caught up on, uh, on discovery? Yes. You, so you yes. saw season three. Yes. So there was the return of the, of course um, I'm caught up on uh, discovery. Really? Christian. What's the, 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 the portal from city on the edge of forever. What is that thing? The guardian, the, the guardian yeah. of forever. So that came back and then people were very quick to point out. I was like, well, that's magic. I'm like, all right, it's fine, but it's not the kind of magic where you can do anything, you know? Well, and they explained it. Yeah. The, uh, the science on Star Trek is complete and accurate. I heard a spokesman say that over and over again when people were asking him about things. Yeah, uh, but uh, I think that uh, you can tell next generation uh, when it's going to be good and when it's not. If uh, Jonathan Frakes doesn't have the beard and... I'm sure she's delightful, but if Denise Crosby is on the oh. bridge as Lieutenant Tashiar, oh. uh, you know that that's not going to be a good episode to watch. If he's got the beard and she's already dead, eaten by like a glue monster or whatever that was, uh, the show's better and only gets better from season two onward. When people felt like, oh, I'm going to, because once it was on Netflix, everybody's like, oh, I'm going to watch the whole thing. I'm like, you might want to start with season two. Uh, but nobody listens to me. But then they talk about how bad it was. Uh, and uh, it, it got so that it was it was terrific, except, of course, you know, ha hamstrung by TV budgets uh, well, for that well. time period. But I believe we sat as a family and watched it every single we, we, week. We would. Yeah, we would watch. Uh, I believe it was on Saturdays. Oh, here. we'd watch that one. Oh, what was it called? The one with the aliens that came to Earth and were, were refugees. Don't, don't, don't oh, I'm sorry. That, I'm sorry. Refugees. Um, and they had like, uh, they, they didn't have any hair. They had some kind of, are you talking about thing. alien nation? Yes. Alien nation. We used to watch that. There was the TV thing. series of that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, but on the star Trek point, uh, raging rhino, uh, if you like trouble with tribbles, did you like the DS nine episodes, trials and tribulations? Remember that's the one where they go back and they've inserted themselves oh, into yes. the episode. Yes, yeah. of course. Yeah. Uh, and DS nine is not one of my favorite star Treks, oof. but. I should, I should, I haven't binged watched it, it in years. The later seasons are actually really good. Uh, the show that I, that I didn't like was Voyager because yeah. apart from Mrs. Columbo, I literally hated everyone on the bridge. I thought she was good. She was a good presence, but I hated every other character. <clears throat> and I'll say this on all the Star Wars, Star Trek shows that I do, how much I dislike that show. I never finished it. Uh, I believe I watched the finale just to see it. Uh, and but I, I prefer that one to the one with Scott Bakula. Oh, Enterprise. yeah. I mean, and then the last episode of Enterprise is just, it's just, it's the worst. It's like a slap. It's like, uh, it, it, it's, it's like the, uh, the season of Dallas that was just a dream. Oh, the, yeah. the whole, the whole series was like a, it's Will Rikers walking around and the whole series had been like a simulation of him trying to learn about the original crew or whatever. And it was like, all right, I, I guess if you, if you want to do that, you know, uh, but, uh, <clears throat> and uh, back to Star Wars for a second, Dominica Saxon, you mean there's more Star Wars movies past the original three? Uh, a lot of people will tell you no. Uh, and I think if, if you watch those three and you're like, okay, I'm good. That's fine. You don't, all the rest of them are just gravy. I like some of the other ones. What did you think of the more recent 
the most recent trilogy, not Rogue One, but the seven, eight, nine Disney with, book? with Ray and Finn and uh, they're just the same story over and over. They're the exact same story there, as, as the original the, Star Wars. There have been, yeah. Well, if you count just the trilogy movies, there's nine trilogy movies. Three of them are about the Death Star, uh, <clears throat> A New Hope, Return of the Jedi. And uh, of course, oh, those uh, I like. I'm talking. No, about no, 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 no. But then, yeah. uh, the Force Awakens is also about the Death Star. It, it, the Force Awakens was the first of the new ones, the first J.J. Abrams one, and uh, that was just like, hey, remember the story from the other one? Yeah, yeah. We're just we're just gonna do that again. And uh, a New Hope, I really liked. I liked the Solo movie. That was fun. I liked that um, one. I said that. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to think which which ones which ones I liked. Yeah. The others, of course, I go see them. Yeah. I would watch them again, but. They're just the same story. Yeah, yeah, and the uh, the prequels uh, all have moments that are that are fun, but yeah. uh, they I don't think any of them is actually a good movie. But boy, if you take those three prequels and you make a solid like two and a half hour movie out of just all three of them, you could probably get something there. Jamaica uh, Saxon, if he was good in the eighties, but pretty sure it would fail now. And then Raging Rhino points out it did fail when they tried to reboot it a few years ago. The only good thing about it was Marina Baccarin, uh, who I believe was from uh, Firefly, but also people knew her from Gotham. And uh, Domeka Saxon also says a lot of the tech on Star Trek is now in our everyday lives. Well, that's the interesting yeah, thing <laughs> because the, the tech is, was like so far off. It was like Kirk's uh, communicator w was a flip phone, but it wasn't even as good as a flip phone. You couldn't text with it. You couldn't call someone. You could just open and talk to the bridge. It wasn't like uh, you, you couldn't flip open your flip phone and be like, call Sarek. You know, you couldn't, uh, you know. So uh, I think that uh, it's interesting, you know, when you get what what uh, science fiction uh, future uh, technology is going to look like. And uh, Star Trek has a lot of examples on that. And that's stuff that they had to kind of rectify with uh, Discovery because you're like, well, this is 10 years before the original series, but the tech is so much better than it was <laughs> on the original series. And then they try to explain it with, uh, with Pike, uh, you know I mean? Like, ah, I don't like any of that fancy stuff. I like the old stuff. I'm like, all right, I, I guess Pike, if the you say so. The reboot that was really good was Battlestar Galactica. That was good. I because thought it became very dark well, as opposed to that. Well, the source material thing. was not strong. I think that the original like, pilot movie which was released theatrically around the rest of the world was good because they spent some money on it but the biggest problem with Battlestar Galactica like going back to watch the original one I mean was that they would just use the same flight and space fight sequences mm -hmm. in every episode it seemed yeah. like it was yeah. just, it, like the show was actually popular but they, but ABC was like we can't spend this kind of money every week so then they did Galactica 1980 where they took out literally oh, everything that was good yeah. about the yeah, show no. They gave uh, Lauren Green a beard, and uh, that it was just downright terrible. Yeah. Although there's one with Starbuck, uh, Dirk Benedict, whom I've met. Uh -huh. I I have, I have not. I have a I have an A Team season set that I got from when Heather worked at Universal. I have it signed by Dirk Benedict, Dwight Schultz, and Mr. T. I like Dwight Schultz. He was good on. Uh, he was also good on Next Generation. Yes, he was. He yeah. was fabulous. Was his name Reg? Reg. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, great comment on uh, Kate Mulgrew that she was only good on Remo Williams. Uh, uh, <laughs> my wife worked with Kate Mulgrew on uh, Orange is New Black. She was uh, on that show. Uh, oh, and this is a great point about uh, Captain Kirk. Uh, Dominica Saxon says, you know, Kirk was trying to sext on it all the time. Yeah, but it didn't work. You know, <laughs> he was just like, you got hinge on this thing. Can I swipe right on some uh, green dancing broad? And the answer is no. Um, in general, if we're talking about uh, Discovery, you've seen all three seasons. Uh, what have you thought of that show? Because that's that's oh, the it, most current. Yeah, it's the it's it's theatrical theatrical quality. Yeah, I think it's fabulous. Yeah, I, I, my line about it is always that it's the best show on television. Except it's not on television. You had yeah. to have this crazy cockamamie app. CBS yeah. All Access now, Paramount All Access, <clears throat> uh, and uh, yeah, uh, Dominica Saxon didn't want me to read that uh, that text that uh, Kirk was sexting, but it's a little too late now. <laughs> uh, oh, and 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 oh, by the way, uh, Raging Rhino uh, points out his name was Reginald Barkley. Yes, uh, that's that right, was Barkley. Reg's, that was Reg's name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think that uh, just the amount of money that they spend on an episode of Discovery, it, it's it's apparent and. Most of it is because, like, it's it, it, they sold it to Netflix around the rest of the world, except uh, in Canada, it's on broadcast television. But so Netflix just pays so much money, and, and mm-hmm. you know, lit- I think f- uh, they pay like four million an episode for the the foreign rights, and they they actually pour it into the show. But I think it's good. I think it's a good mix of uh, of characters. Yeah, uh, characters who I didn't like when the show started uh, won me over. I didn't like uh, Saru. But oh, he's I my fa- he's my favorite character yeah. now. Like there was a there was a point where I legitimately thought he was going to die and not be on the show anymore. And I'm like, what are you doing? Okay, I got to watch everybody else now. But uh, <laughs> I like yeah. Tilly a lot too. Yeah, she is the other one that uh, Tom Kelly and I did a whole show about how much uh, he hated her. Like we were we did that the first like month that the show was on, and uh, I think she's uh, she's been a fun character. Uh, what did you think of the Picard series? I liked it a lot. It had a few flaws. <laughs> you, you mean like where the most famous man in the universe puts on an eye patch and no one knows who he is? Yes, that, that might have been. A did, did that have anything to do with it? <laughs> yeah, that yeah. might have been. There's a there's a little bit of that. Yeah, but then also the, the fact that the doctor on their ship is a murderer, and then everybody's like, ah, all right. It's okay. Yeah, We're we still like you because you're so quirky. Yeah. Like, hey, nobody that quirky that you should <laughs> let them murder somebody. But I love to see Riker and Deanna Troy together yeah. with their daughter. I'm sorry, I, I hit the table. You again. did hit the table again because I can hear it really well. Uh, yeah, no, I, I thought it was great to uh, to see uh, Riker and uh, and and Troy again. Uh, and then there's all the friends. You know, we did get to see Data again, but uh, all the friends we didn't see. No Jordy. No Worf. Mm. But uh, maybe, maybe coming up. On By the way, Barkley two. shows up on that show you don't like with uh, Kate Mulgrew. Oh, on DS Nine. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The other one, the other, the, the Star Trek you don't like, um, Enterprise. No, not Enterprise. What's the name? Of it? Voyager's Voyager. the one I didn't like. Yeah. He's on that. He saves them. Whoops, spoiler alert. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> Corby makes a great point. I'm a little disappointed that I haven't seen your mom take one shot during the show. You keep hitting your cup, but she hasn't. Get your mom a drink. We want to hear the good stories. Uh, <laughs> my mom doesn't drink, actually. So, I yeah, I, I picked that up. I, I picked that up on my own. That's my own habit. One so. of my favorite stories about Christian. Oh, it's me. Um, he was a year and a half old the first time he corrected me. 
I can't believe I waited that long. Uh, he was on my shoulder. We were looking at a house. We were house hunting. And the lady said to me, what's the baby's name? I said, Christian. And he looked at me and said, no, baby. Because he thought his name was baby. Because yeah. everybody said, look at the baby. Yeah, of course. He corrected me when he was 18 months old. Well, you know. And you've been doing it ever since. Uh, no, I haven't. <laughs> uh, uh, Corby points out, I don't really drink either, but if you were my son, uh, yeah, that would probably uh, <laughs> well, drive someone to drink. You know. uh, you get ready for an interesting answer here. Uh, what are your favorite shows to watch now? And Cammie Egan, thanks for hanging in there and uh, not going back um, to work. I appreciate helping people be less productive in their professional lives. We don't have broadcast TV right By now. the way, most of these people in the chat probably also don't have broadcast TV so right now. So actually, we're binge watching Madam Secretary. We we have watched The West Wing. Uh, had you watched that originally, The West yes, Wing? Yeah, I had seen it, but Patty, my husband, hadn't yeah. seen it. Um, and we tried to watch Designated Survivor, but oh. we got lost on that one. Uh, yeah, I, I I like Kiefer Sutherland. I watched probably five or six of them. I watched. Oh no, we're into season three before we <laughs> dropped out. <laughs> okay, that's crazy talk. But yeah, uh, yeah it, it was an interesting idea, and then I'm just like, I just don't like what they're doing with it, you know. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I tried on that one. Uh, is uh, is Judge Judy still part of your life? Well, I can't watch it in real time. So I have to watch reruns, but that's not a problem for me. I watch it on YouTube. Yeah. I, I can't get it otherwise. And, I can't get it. And you remember the dark secret I told you about those judge shows, about why people go on them? They get paid. Well, no. So like if you're suing your next door neighbor and mm -hmm. you're in small claims court, this is why it's small claims court, because mm -hmm. it has to be under $5,000. Right. They'll get you to come on the show because they'll tell you, if you lose, we're going to pay her. So you don't have to. Right, so, right, right. Yeah. And then the person who is doing the suing is like, oh, that deadbeat's never going to pay me. The TV company will pay me. Yes. So that's why people go. No, I, I know because, no but I mean, just in them. general, people watch them and like, why would anybody bring this stuff up? Because 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 uh, they, they want paid. they want some of that cheddar, yeah. some of that cake for the chipper. But uh, yeah, yeah. I love Judge Judy, but yeah. I have to watch it in yeah. Uh, Kemi Egan uh, says, uh, thankfully work is over and I'm cleaning my house now. Well, thank oh, you for having us with you while you clean your house. Uh, we, we've uh, tried to keep the house clean uh, while uh, my mom and her husband have been here. Uh, but uh, we, we've uh, made them stay at a, at a, at a, uh, at a flop house down the road. <laughs> I knew somebody who uh, I, I said, no, flip it over to the clean side of the mattress. And then I, I saw that side and I was like, go ahead and go back to the other side of the mattress. I didn't realize that was the clean side, but uh, you know, we, we're going to let people stay in our house. You crazy. You know, I mean, all you did was raise us. No, we, we don't have the room. We don't have a palatial estate. Well, one of the times I stayed here, I was on a blow up mattress on the floor in the living room. But that was many years ago, and I don't think I could get off the floor if I had to sleep on that mattress well, That would anymore. be funny. <laughs> uh, this is a question from much earlier from Sam. Oh. Uh, were you worried about Kiss's satanic influence like other parents in no. the 80s? I think that the satanic influence portion of Kiss, by the way, was when like I was a newborn and I certainly didn't like. the. You have to remember, uh, Sam, that the band that, uh, that, that I went to go see perform live and my – who my friend Ronnie uh, was a fan of and got me into well, it, it, they didn't even have the demon makeup. And I've told this story. I've told this story to, to people who uh, I, I told this story to, I think I told it to Mark who does the, the kiss podcast that uh, the first time I ever saw them, they were on a show on PBS called three, two, one contact. And it was about <laughs> stage lighting and lights and refraction and all that. And I was terrified 
of like this guy who I don't think they showed them like spitting blood and breathing fire, but like they just looked scary. So it probably took until I was 14 that I wasn't terrified of them anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think that, uh, you know, music and I guess comic books were considered to be uh, satanic at some point, you know, I mean, not even necessarily. The Beatles like, my, were considered satanic. Well, I mean, those that hair, let's be yeah, honest. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, I was good when we were talking about music before and I, I, I drop this, uh, this nugget all the time, but, uh, one concert you did go to was you saw, uh, uh, Peter Tork, Mike oh, Nesmith, Davy Jones. And the who did monkeys. I forget? Is that all of them? There's just three. Davy, um, Davy, uh, Peter, Mike. Is there just three of them? Or is there, four? oh, uh, Mickey Dolenz. Yeah. The guy, the yeah. kid from who, when so he was so program so director at WPLJ in New York, he went by Mitch Dolenz. Oh, yeah. Uh, so the, yeah. So you saw them, but uh, who opened for the monkeys when you saw them? Well, you know, I don't want to talk. No, about talk about it. it. It's funny. <laughs> Cause I can't remember his name right now. <laughs> the greatest guitar player. In, yeah, uh, I know. In I can't rapper. remember. His so name. Uh, Jimi Hendrix. That would be who opened for them. And what did you and your friends think when you saw Jimi Hendrix on stage? Playing the guitar with his feet. We thought he was stupid. Well, it's not the same kind of music. No, no, it was not a good pairing. And no, I think that's why people are surprised. And, you know, it, it's uh, we were talking about this the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a credit to the guys in the Monkees for realizing this guy is great. People yeah. should see him, but not realizing like, oh, but the people who should see him, you know, are, are not, not the ones coming to see not us. Not the teeny bubbers maybe, who are maybe, in the audience. Maybe he could open for Grand Funk Railroad. Or, yeah, something or, like know, that. Uh, no, it, Eric Burton and the Animals. And uh, he really didn't last on the tour very long. He no. dro- he dropped out by choice, I believe. Yeah, I think he was just like, you know, I'll, I'll play I'll play to like a tenth as many people who actually want to see me and yeah. not to yeah. see the monkeys, yeah. But, but yeah, uh, so I got to see Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, exactly. Uh <laughs> Uh, oh yeah. Uh, Mickey and Mike are still touring. Uh, they're oh, the two are, I believe Peter Tork has passed away and I know Davy mm-hmm. Jones passed away. Uh, oh, uh, Cammy Egan wants to know, uh, do you, or did you like the Beatles since you just mentioned them? Oh yeah. Uh, but right after their, um, the big album, everybody like, why can't I remember? So, uh, there's Sergeant a Sergeant Pepper Peppers. is, is you like that one or is that when you stop? Liking? That's when I stopped liking them. Yeah. So it was up until then that I liked them. But so you still like like Rubber Soul is the one that has like uh, Norwegian Wood and Nowhere mm-hmm. Man, and that's the one that we were yeah. singing that the other day, Patty and I. Yeah, Nowhere Man. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's uh, it's interesting because your cutoff seems to be where most people started to respect their ability as musicians when they weren't just doing, she loves you. Yeah. 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 And I want to yeah, hold your hand I and, know. and, you know, stealing Chuck Berry songs, you know? <laughs> yeah. But uh, I know it's a, it is, it's a, it's, it's look, if, if you're buying tickets to see the monkeys, you probably, uh, you, you might turn down Helter Skelter. It might be a little too loud for you. Oh, please. <laughs> oh, well, and the, once Yoko showed up, forget that album with her. Well, and, uh, the, John. yeah, there's a few albums the where album. there would be like, there'd be the one George Harrison sitar song. And I'm like, Ugh, okay. But then it was like, oh, and then John and Yoko are going to do a song too. But the thing about the white album is that it's a double album. So you still have like, you know, Blackbird. And then you have this stuff that John thought was silly, like Obla D, Obla Da. And you know what? John's not necessarily wrong about that. Yeah, but it's 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 catchy. And you can dance to it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they always say. Uh, Cammy Egan met Mickey Dolans about five years ago wow. at the Fest for Beatles fans there in Chicago. Rubber Soul, a favorite of theirs as I well. Own, I owned Rubber Soul, of course, on vinyl. 
Right. Well, well, no, I was going to say you, you couldn't have owned it on 8-Track. That's still too soon for that. Yeah, but, no, uh, they, they didn't have any options other than vinyl. When yeah, I was that, that's one of those things that you know, somebody referenced earlier is kind of growing up with music in the house. I talk to these musicians all the time. I think I actually referenced this with a musician. The music that would be on in the house were 8-Tracks. Mm-hmm. You had John Denver and Barry Manilow. And uh, mm. somehow I still developed a taste for good music anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, I went through my John Denver, Barry Manilow uh, phase. Yeah. I got over that quickly. Then I went to the headbang and stuff. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I listen to John Denver and I want to go fly into a mountain. Uh, do we have any more questions for people that uh, want to ask my mom things? We're going to wrap things up soon. So if you've got something that's, uh, that's just burning, burning inside you uh let you know uh now by uh you know uh there have been references to my career uh so i've been able to help you get to see uh uh late night with conan o'brien yes i believe uh we went to that many times actually i only went to it once oh okay well i stood in the crowd a lot of times we went like on a on a Thanksgiving, I think. Yes, once. it was Thanksgiving. And my cousin Michael, I believe, got soda spit all over him by a turkey puppet. Yes. And they gave him a T-shirt. Yes. Uh, I tried to have you get spit on, so you would get the T-shirt, but it well, didn't work out that way. We went. I went to the Rosie O'Donnell show many times when you were. Working yes, that's there. what I was thinking of. And I would try to get it when I'm like, oh, they're gonna they're gonna give you something good, uh, but it didn't always work that way. No. Yeah. Uh, Cammy Egan points out, uh, my mother still loves Johnny Mathis with just a big old vomit, uh, emoji <laughs> right there. I, I had a very short period where I like Johnny Mathis. <laughs> uh, this is a terrible question, Dominica Saxon. What brings mom Blad to California? I'm sure it's not to see Christian. I have two grandchildren yeah, actually, here. You're Come right. On. Yeah. It, it is not to see me because she's seen enough of me. Really? She can watch me on the broadcast. Really? Uh, but I had to learn how to text and read Facebook. So I know what my kids are doing. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like, I, I'm going to advertise about it, uh, you know, on, on the podcast. Now, are you able to sit through the shows where, uh, I'm on with those two knuckleheads, uh, Will and Jeff, uh, or are those, yeah. are those ones harder to watch? Because, uh, sometimes it gets a little saltier than it should be. Well, it gets very salty sometimes. Yeah. Um, the ones I, I don't watch are the Marvel ones because I don't watch Marvel stuff. I watched WandaVision, which was good. But um, I, I don't, so I don't know quite what you're talking about. But there was a lady sitting next to us waiting for our plane in the handicap section. I'm not quite sure how handicapped she was, but she was a big Loki fan. And she was going on and on and on, older than Patty and I, by the way. Yeah. Um, going on and on and on about how great Loki is. And she started showing us pictures of her dressed like Loki. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you so know, my, my luck, my, my luck, she would have been in the middle seat between, uh, <laughs> between. You, know, you the, and Heather. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Loki's been good. Uh, there've been four of them so far. Uh, David Hines didn't even know you were watching buddy. Uh, which of the black has co-hosts are your favorite? We have pro- I, if, if I had to guess, it's probably going to be Will, Will. Uh, because he looks like Superman. Well, and I've been to his house and he cooked yeah. us barbecue. I mean, yeah. how can I not right. say yeah, Will? He doesn't, he doesn't live there anymore. But Well, uh, I understand <laughs> that, but uh, I was there when he did. And Cammy Egan wants to know, have you seen any of the Marvel movies? The movies you tend to see. I oh, don't know I see you... the movies. Um, you were right about Wonder Woman. Okay, so that's not a Marvel movie. Oh, it's not? I'm sorry. Yeah. What? So tell me what the Marvel movies might Well, uh, you're probably going to be right about most of them. But the, the, in terms of the, you know, it's... Uh, the Avengers movies, uh, you know, I've Iron seen a Man. Lot of the, I like Iron Man. Yeah. I've seen a lot of the um, 
what did you say? The Avengers is, is, would that be um, X-Men? So yes, the, the X-Men characters are Marvel characters. The movies that have come out so far are through a different studio, but now Disney owns Fox. So yeah, but yes, those are Marvel characters. Okay. And some like of the, the X-Men, X-Men movies, some of the X-Men movies are good. Yeah. I like some, the X-Men. Some of them aren't, but yeah. some of them are, are, are good. Um, and uh, I'm trying to think of which one that, which ones I would think that uh, you would probably like, but the Avengers ones are good. Do you like Thor? We did. We watch Thor. I think we watched Thor. What about Captain America? Uh, many years ago. I haven't okay. seen a recent Captain well, the, America. The first Captain America is, is the one that is his origin story in world war two is probably still my favorite because they've okay. managed to take like a, a war movie, not my favorite genre, but uh, but you turn it into a war movie, uh, superhero movie uh, hybrid. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's the answer. She's seen some of them, but uh, Wonder Woman 1984 was uh, is the is, did you see the more recent Wonder Woman, the one, the the one that's set in the 80s? Is that the one you saw, or did you see the original Wonder Woman? Where it, it was, it was in on, World War One. You know, we yeah, yeah. But War was War. it did, was it with uh, if if it was in World War One, that's the good one. If it's in the 1980s no. with uh, it, it, with uh, with almost no 1980s music in it, that's the bad one. Yeah, that's the one we saw. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. I know that wasn't good. Yeah, well, I did tell you. I definitely I warned you. I yeah. think I saw that one in the theater. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was and out I in theater. Fell theaters. asleep. Yeah. So then we tried to watch it at home, and I said, "Okay, this is why I fell asleep." Yeah, because it's just a, it, it mm. wasn't uh, wasn't very good. Yeah. Well, let's think about uh, what else we need to talk about. Uh, we've spent a lot of time talking about how terrific I am, which is mm. obviously the most important part. Well, of the I'm show. easy, you know, really. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, just we it could have been an hour and fifteen minutes of just uh, just talking about. Uh, oh yeah, raging rhino. Uh, do not get me started on Wonder Woman 1984. Oh gosh, I'm sorry. Now all of a sudden the phone is going. I'm going to ask that you don't answer it, no matter who it is. But. Uh, Oh, t- you, here, I can turn it off. <laughs> there we go. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, don't get uh, Raging Rhino started on Wonder Woman 1984. And that's, and that's someone who saw the theatrical cut of Justice League in the theater seven times. And uh, wow. even he could not uh, uh, stand for <laughs> Wonder Woman 1984. Just, uh, you know, just a colossal flop of a follow-up. It was, uh, it was not a great choice, yeah. but that's all right. You know, she'll get another movie. Don't worry about it. Raging Rhino. Oh, this was pretty was funny. Your co- fo- Mom, your phone was just ringing, so Corby says I'll call back later. Okay, I'll talk to you later, Corby. Thank you. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so uh, we've got uh, a few more days here uh, before my mom heads uh, back home, and uh, a few more things to do. Uh, I believe we might take the kids to the movies. So Peter Rabbit 2. Peter, Peter Rabbit 2. Uh, Felix uh, did notice an ad for Boss Baby 2, but uh, I think we might go with uh, Peter Rabbit 2. Peter Rabbit is not in as many theaters as it was. It's been out for a month almost, wow. believe it or not. Wow. So, uh, and now that I've been back to a, an indoor movie theater, uh, I, I'm okay with uh, my next movie back. Not necessarily, yeah. You know, I didn't want my first movie back to be anything other than Black Widow, uh, which is uh, out uh, out next week. We'll be doing a Marvel movie talk where we talk about it. But uh, I, th- I, I think I think I'm not supposed to talk about. It yet, but I can say that I enjoyed it. I, I think that they don't. You get got nice. to see? I, yeah, I saw it last Monday. Oh. Remember, I was telling you oh, that yes. I went to a movie theater, and for years, what uh, what did I always ridicule you for? For your oh movie yes, theater? I always bring in a sweatshirt. 
because I get cold in the air conditioning. And uh, here in Los Angeles, Monday was a particularly hot day. I think it was like 95. So I was, I hadn't been in a movie theater in so long. I was just like, you know, it's going to be really cold in there. So I brought my movie theater sweatshirt. Now to be fair, I didn't wear it during the movie. Um, uh, <laughs> I wore it in because I'm just like, ah, my pockets are full, whatever. Uh, but then, uh, but I had it and it was, it was like Linus with a security blanket. I was glad to uh, have that. Uh, oh, this is important to Dominica Saxon. AMC relented and brought back the butter dispenser. So I'll give them a chance. Yeah. Cause <laughs> when he went back, they didn't, you couldn't help yourself to the butter. But, and Dominica Saxon, I don't want to spoil anything for you. You know that that's not butter, right? That's butter. It's buttered. It's butter flavored topping is what it, 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 they can't call it butter. Buttery topping. Yes. Yeah. Buttery. Yeah, and this is a conversation Sam and uh, Dominica Saxon are having. Only good thing about Wonder Woman 2 is Gal Gadot. I'll disagree because even she's not good in it. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Dominica Saxon is the only good thing about life is Gal Gadot. Uh, anyway, so uh, that'll be uh, that'll be uh, everything we have for uh, right now. Uh, but we appreciate everybody talking about my mom. Usually I will uh, – oh, yeah, the camera, you can make the great point. Can't believe it's not butter. it's it's not but so believe it um there's no social media to follow my mom on you'll just have to sometimes sometimes you might pop in on the chat uh uh, yeah except for when you're watching these shows on tv well i I sometimes have it on the computer so i can if you yeah if you watch on the computer or on the phone you can see it then um but uh any final words of wisdom uh about you know how great your son is or anything else you want to share with um Blackcast Nation. I I have no words of wisdom. You know that, Christian. I, I do. I've known <laughs> really? you, I've known really? you for a while. Yeah. Uh, well, we had all this time, and we had no occasion to do it. Would you Would you like to ring the bell just once? Okay, I said just once. I know, right. but I never yeah. listen. Uh, in any case, uh, oh look at this, raging rhino. What a what a good son. Pleasure to meet you. Tomorrow is my mom's eighty first birthday. Wow. We're taking her out to dinner. Today uh, would have been my mother's 100th birthday. You know, I'm glad you mentioned that. I remembered, I actually didn't remember there would have been a 100th, but I knew that today was her birthday. Yeah. And I, uh, Shirley. Shirley. Yeah. Don't call me Shirley. Shirley was really her name, right? It was yes. was her husband who pretended his name was Roy. Well, his name was Ellis. Ellis. Roy. Yeah, I know. I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, if my name was Ellis, I would pretend that my name was Roy mm-hmm. or, you know, Steve or something. <laughs> Bud. You know? Uh, and we appreciate it, bud. Uh, I appreciate that uh, Dominica Saxon thought it was fun. And uh, Cammie Egan gives you a live long and oh. prosper, which is uh, probably always a great way to give oops. it. Boy, there are so but many this people. this means, oops. Oh, you're doing it the wrong way. No, I, Christian, I have, a, I, have a, I have something to say. This means die young and poor. Oh, well, nobody wants that one. <laughs> uh, in any case, thank you to everyone. Uh, I believe you. that uh, next week, uh, Will and I are going to dissect the uh, the KISS documentary that aired on A&E over two nights. I actually haven't seen it yet. Uh, I think we're going to do that. And then uh, get ready for a lot of Black Widow talk because we're going to have that on Marvel Movie Talk, but also on the Black Cast proper. But that's not... For now, that'll be next time on the Blackcast. I definitely didn't say you could do it that time. <laughs> Mother, tell your children not to walk my way. Tell your children not to hear my words, what they mean, what they say. Mother, mother. 
about that everyone <laughs> little little tech issue that uh was uh, of course unforeseen obviously for those that are still watching <laughs> um everything was set but uh we've got two people in one spot uh that uh is not what we wanted that was unfortunate but that's all right <laughs> we'll fix it in post it's gonna look great but uh because we got all these people here that are saying hi, so uh, we'll get over there uh, in a moment. But uh, wanna make sure everybody can hear us because I'm actually, as you can tell by the little narrow video, I'm just doing it on the phone for the moment. Um, just went right at it in an opportune moment. Probably just the fact that the plug came out the slightest bit. Uh, how do you feel about technical difficulties? I'm very familiar with them. I hate it when technology makes me feel stupid. Yeah, well, uh, I don't even know that it's uh, making me feel stupid, just uh, careless at the moment, you know, just uh, needed to be more careful. And uh, we'll get the uh, we'll get things back up and running like for real in a second. But see if I do it this way. Uh, Corby says hi, Christian's mom, but uh, he's also commenting on uh, I hate stupid technology. Uh, <laughs> stupid technology also hates stupid people. and That's probably me, but that's all right. That's quite all right. So uh, once the real system gets up and running, that's when that's when the fun's going to start for real. But uh, we didn't want uh, to lose all of you nice people there in the chat while we were doing all of this. Uh, Sam Whitfield with a nice high. That's a pretty cool looking avatar now, uh, Sam. Good job. Look at that. Oh, yeah. See, my mom wants to see it. I, I, I see it. See, it's, uh, yeah. Is that, is that uh, zombie Sam Whitfield that you're going for? And uh, people are saying hello to you. Hi, everyone. You can say hi to Raging Rhino. Hi, Raging Rhino. Yeah, is that something you ever thought you would say? I never thought I would say that. Yeah. I thought I might say, ah, there's a Raging Rhino. Yeah, that, uh, well, that would make more sense. Uh, so uh, we'll take a moment just for uh, some small talk. And uh, how are you enjoying Los Angeles on this, uh, this trip? Oh, we're having a wonderful time. We've been to Disneyland, California. Yeah, which, which we'll get more into in a little oh, bit. But it's fine. No, it's fine that you mentioned it. But uh, don't, uh, don't spill all the secrets. And, of course, my grandchildren are just wonderful. Well, that's just because you see them once in a while. You know, it's, uh, if, if, if you had to live with them, you might feel differently, but, uh, they're, uh, they're, they're both cute. I can say that for them for sure. Uh, so this is a good point to, uh, start, uh, queuing up questions that people have for my mom, oh, questions that no. you think that I might not want to answer. You can ask questions. I have I have questions for uh, my mom as well, of course, because uh, apart from my inability to operate technology, I'm a consummate professional, just uh, not quite as much when it comes to actually keeping the show up and running. But uh, that's all right. And uh, we've we've lost my mom for a moment uh, because uh, she needs a tissue because it's so emotional yes. to uh, be uh, sitting this close uh, with someone as famous as I am. <laughs> so get your questions there in the chat. We will put them up at the screen. Just remember, she's my mom. 
So uh, watch yourself, Sam. All right. You Nothing... each only get the F word once. Okay. Well, you know what? That's uh, that's a lot less than usual. But uh, <laughs> you guys are going to have to make allowances. You know, I think that's uh, so. Uh, we're glad to see a lot of people in there. Uh, love that Corby's here, Dominica Saxon, of course, and the aforementioned Sam Whitfield. Uh, but uh, let's see. So Corby uh, says, uh, I-, I love you, but how about you just give your mom the phone and let her go? We have listened <laughs> to you for 441 episodes. It's not a bad point. And I will probably uh, reuse that comment uh, once we are uh, up officially instead of the uh, the handheld. This is the uh, Aaron Sorkin walk and talk uh, portion of the show, except uh, we're not walking, but it is handheld. So uh, it's uh, very cinema verite, as it were. But uh, so we will get to uh, those questions. There's so many questions to get to. Uh, I'm already seeing them. Uh, and yeah, see, uh, Sam makes a great point. I'm not Liev. I, I won't hit on your mom. Uh, <laughs> if, if Liev were here, uh, he would, but you know what? Uh, Liev is actually in, uh, he's in, uh, in, uh, Hawaii with his uh, girlfriend. So he has no time for black casting when he's uh, gone to Hawaii, but, uh, that's all right. I don't blame him. Uh, I'm as much as it's great to see my mother, given the choice, if I could be sitting right here in Hawaii, I would certainly uh, go to Hawaii, uh, but uh, anyway, anyway, uh, in a moment, we're going to get back to the uh, actual presentation of uh, what we want this to look like. Everybody hang on just for one second and I'll be right back. I mean it. I'll be back for real. With me. Yeah. Yeah. Turn 